Listener Production. Australia Today's Morning Agenda with Natasha Belling. Good morning. Thanks for your company. Let's check what's making headlines this Friday, the 22nd of October. Clapping and cheering has erupted across Melbourne overnight as the city was freed from its latest lockdown. People started lining up at pubs right on midnight as the world's most lockdown city started embracing new freedoms. Acting Victorian Premier James Molino is praising Victorians for banding together to get the job done. The first footy, netball, cricket training with their kids, the first pot and palmer at the pub, every single Victorian has earned this. And we'll have the details on exactly what freedoms locals can now enjoy with our reporter in Melbourne shortly. Meantime, Victoria has followed the lead of New South Wales and abolished quarantine restrictions from next month. International arrivals in Victoria won't have to quarantine in a hotel or at home if they're double vaccinated and provide a negative COVID test. It's prompted questions over what will happen with a $200 million quarantine facility currently under construction in Melbourne's north, which was set to open at the end of the year. To Queensland now, and a mystery COVID case has the state on edge after an unvaccinated rideshare driver tested positive to COVID. The man in his 30s arrived in Queensland from Melbourne on the 10th of October and is believed to have been infectious in the community for 10 days, but hasn't checked in using QR codes for more than a month. Queensland Chief Health Officer Dr Jeanette Young says the unvaccinated man is very ill in hospital, making contact tracing difficult. He is so sick. This is a man in his 30s. He is so sick that we're having difficulties talking to him and getting information from him. A Broadbeach unit block is now in lockdown while a cinema and service station are also on the exposure list which is expected to grow in the coming hours. To New South Wales and former disgraced Labor MP Eddie Obeid has been sentenced to at least three years and ten months behind bars. His co-conspirators Ian McDonald and his son Moses Obeid have also been sentenced. The trio was found guilty of conspiring to grant a coal licence in the Bylong Valley in regional New South Wales. His New South Wales Shadow Attorney General Michael Daly. This behaviour went back to 2008, so it's taken an incredibly long time for justice to be done, but it has been done. The sentences are substantial and, uh, you know, let's hope that we don't see a repeat of this again in New South Wales or anywhere else. Eddie Obeid was granted bail shortly after the sentence was handed down. And former US President Donald Trump has announced he will launch his own social network. It will be called Truth Social. It comes after the former US leader was banned from Twitter and Facebook following the Capitol riots at the beginning of this year. Now let's check what's happening in your state with our reporters on the ground. To WA now, and authorities have announced a $1 million reward for any information on the mysterious disappearance of Cleo Smith. Police say it's likely Cleo was abducted on Saturday from a coastal campsite as the four-year-old's parents and baby sister slept close by. Our reporter Adam Hemmings has the latest from Perth. Someone in our community knows what happened to Cleo. 
Tash, that's the acting WA Police Commissioner, Cole Blanche. He's confirmed abduction is now the main line of inquiry in the search for Cleo Smith. She vanished at the weekend from her family's tent at the Blowholes campsite near Carnarvon, and since then, there has been no trace of her. The search in that area is being scaled back today. It'll be turned into an operation to collect forensic evidence. Up to 100 police have now formed a special task force, and that's being led by Superintendent Rod Wild. Look, we're hopeful, obviously, that we'll find uh, Cleo alive, but we hold grave fears for her safety. A million dollar reward is now being offered for information to find Cleo and convict the person or people involved. Police are confident someone in WA or interstate has the vital clue. And to Victoria, where celebrations are continuing after Melbourne's latest lockdown finally ended at midnight. Melbournians have spent a total of 262 days under tough stay-at-home orders. As our reporter James Lake from Melbourne says, while the changes may seem small, it's a major step forward. Sometimes the best gifts do come in small packages. Tash, well, from midnight, hundreds of hospitality venues around Melbourne opened their doors again with caps of 20 people seated inside and up to 50 outside as long as everyone is fully vaccinated. A bigger change for many people is that private gatherings at home are legal again. We can have up to 10 people per day visit our home and gatherings of up to 15 people can take place outdoors in public. Melbourne's Lord Mayor Sally Cap says everyone in the city deserves to celebrate making it through this tough time. This is a momentous day. Victoria, we did it. I'm so proud and so excited. I know these are cautious steps forward, but they do give us confidence that we're not only opening today, we are going to stay open. Now, for the latest in business and finance news, we're joined this morning by Effie Zahos, editor-at-large at CanStar. Effie, good morning. Now, I can't believe this. Christmas is just 10 weeks away. And this is interesting. Job ads for casual vacation roles are ramping up. And now is the time to apply. Yeah, it sure is, Tasha. And actually, it's pretty good news all round for the job market. I mean, when you look at the ABS data that just came out, it showed payroll jobs rose 0.2% in the fortnight to September 25. And that's partially recovering from that big drop we saw 0.6 in the previous two weeks. Taking the lead in the job ad postings was obviously New South Wales. They just got out of lockdown. And ACT, they both recorded a 0.9% rise. Now, the result for Victoria was flat, but um, with this state now out of lockdown, we can expect things uh, to change. The interesting thing, Tasha, is that we know more than half a million payroll jobs disappeared in lockdown states between June and September. So these positions are going to be need to be filled, but the sectors reliant on overseas workers like those in retail and hospitality, they're going to find it hard to fill in these spots. And as you point out, Christmas is around the corner and we'll also see an increase in casual vacation work. As chatting to the uh, marketplace Seek, they're saying October tends to be the peak month for job ads. So it's happening right now. There are about 26,000 casual vacation roles on the Seek website. represents about 12% of their total jobs. So basically their tip is to jump in now if you're looking for some casual vacation roles. And Effie, in other news this morning, as we continue to reopen, state and territory leaders across the country are offering little presents, incentive vouchers for many people, including an announcement from the New South Wales government yesterday. Tell us more. Yeah, Tash, look, it, it actually was a big week as far as freebies and discount goes. 
because we know on Monday, Queensland launched its Great Queensland Getaway. So this is where Queenslanders get up to $200 in discounts. Now, the offer is available up until the 31st of October or unless sold out. Now, I've been told that the tape-up has been good, but spots are still available. The website's still running, so worth checking. And Tasmania also announced its Tassie Holiday Voucher Program. That's only open to residents of South Australia, WA and Queensland, and that's designed to boost tourism in Tassie. Now, the offer here is up to $300 in vouchers, but it's going to be a case of first in, best dressed. It's a ballot system, so there are 10,000 vouchers up for grabs. Winners are chosen at random, and the ballot opens actually next Friday, so pencil that one in. And as you mentioned, yes, parents of school-aged children in New South Wales will be given a $250 thank you gift for homeschooling. Personally, it's probably not enough for me, but I will take it. <laughs> it's part of the state's $2.8 billion COVID recovery package. Um, the catch is, of course, Tasha, we've got to wait until March next year um, for them to be available through Services New South Wales. There's been some debate that it should come now before Christmas. This is when the money needs to be spent. But I guess you could argue with the amount of revenge spending that's already taken place with lockdowns ending, maybe March could be a perfect timing to inject a further round of stimulus once that silly season is long gone. Would have been nice before Christmas, but anyway, anything (laughs) is good. Thanks so much, Effie. Thanks. Time for Sport Now with Brett Thomas this Friday morning. And Brett, the AFL has released its long-awaited vaccination policy and it's taking a hard-line stance. Good morning, Tash. That's right. It is no jab, no play or train either. Now, there are various deadlines depending on what state you're playing in, if you're a male or female player, but all AFL and AFLW players will have to be fully vaccinated by round one of their respective seasons. Clubs can actually terminate a player's contract by mutual consent or cut their wages if they refuse. AFL's uh, general manager Andrew Dillon is confident there won't be many players who say no. At the moment we're collating that information but I'm very sure the vast majority of players are already vaccinated or intending to be vaccinated so I think we'll be talking about a small handful of players and we'll continue to work with those players, provide them education and also health advice in relation to that. And in some ways the Victorian government forced their hand with their authorised uh, worker policy so they're going with this no jab no play policy and it seems like uh, the majority of players will get the jab but we'll wait and see if there's a few out there who are hesitant or resistant to getting uh, vaccinated. Interesting to see how that plays out. To the NRL now, Brett and Wayne Bennett is getting to work as the Dolphins coach and has spoken out about reports he'd like to bring Storm star Cam Munster home to Queensland. Yeah, there are a few uh, worst-kept secrets in rugby league. The first one was the Dolphins winning the licence. The second one was Wayne Bennett becoming their coach and now this third one is his interest in Cam Munster. They formed a bond in uh, Queensland's origin camp during last year's series. Now, Munster is contracted until the end of 2023 so he would need an early release from his contract at Melbourne Storm at this stage. They're saying that will not be happening but here is what Bennett had to say about his interest in signing Cam Munster. You know, Cam's a wonderful player and you know other guys that we'll be chasing as well so you know if that was to be possible I'd love, love to make it happen if we can but obviously you know he's got a contract, he's got a club that's been very good to him so that, that things that you know we'll have to wait and see. And the Dolphins and all NRL clubs can start signing players when the transfer window opens on November 1. Another big week in sport. You have a lovely weekend. Thanks, Brett. You too. Thanks, Tash. 
And what a way to start the weekend. A mystery Victorian is this morning waking up $60 million richer. We're being urged to check our tickets as the lucky person who won the entire Powerball jackpot still remains a mystery as they were an unregistered player. It's the second biggest lotto win for 2021. A dad from Victoria walking away with $80 million earlier this year. And that's all you need to know to start your day with Australia Today's Morning Agenda in your podcast feed from 6.30am every weekday morning. You can also catch the latest episode in a whole new world of audio by downloading the new listener app for free. I'm Natasha Belling. Thanks so much for your company. Have a great day and a lovely weekend. And we look forward to seeing you bright and early on Monday. Listener.